It's here. It's Dallas week. Right? Is this what we've been waiting for? Is it what we've been waiting for? Isn't this our... Isn't this the whole basis for the whole show? It is. Seattle and Dallas. It is. And it's weird because we uh, started this podcast... Was it week 16? Yep. And it was the uh, the Dallas and Seattle game. And 34 episodes later. Here we are again. I'm excited. Are you excited, though? I'm... I'm uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds weird, but not really. I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not. And we'll talk about why, but I'm out of breath. Haven't run across the room. You, you all right? You need a minute? No, it should be good. Catch your breath during the intro. There's an intro? Well, our song. Oh, that's really cute that we have a song. So it goes something like this. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's up and welcome to the, uh, what's this called again? Common Ground Football Podcast. Oh, that's right. But let's let's start off with superheroes. You want to talk about superheroes? Well, I wanted to uh, ask you if you could be any superhero, or not even superhero, but if you could, what superpowers would you want? And I asked that because if if you guys out there in podcast land don't know, I'm a I'm a WSU fan, and um, Mike Leach, who is. <laughs> Always one for what's the right word? Uh, unusual. Uh, that's a that's a nice way of putting it. The one turn off for me from Mike Leach was his whole chubby little girlfriend speech. You remember that? Yeah, that was a long time ago. But anyways, yeah. Well, today, and it always seems to happen. Um, why is it too loud for you? Yeah, I know it's really fuzzy. I'm getting lots of snow and lots of snow. Well, allow me to go kill it. Ah, much better. It doesn't work! Hold, please. Whose idea was this? Anyway, (laughs) where were we? Oh, superpowers. Mike Leach. So, uh, it always happens every week. Usually after Monday Night Football, Tuesday or Wednesday. Leach, of course, gives an interview. And somehow, the press always gets him to say something something weird he okay. talked about all sorts of stuff what did he say this week? last week or not last week but last year every week there seemed like there was something weird going on out there today he was uh talking superpowers oh and he was asked about what superpower would he choose to have and he considered his options and then he said i can't do a mike leach impression but uh he said you could scare the hell out of some people if you're invisible Ghosts have been doing it for years, so they enjoy it. <laughs> and then he ultimately chose being able to fly. <laughs> so he had a he had a weird comment, and I can just picture him. I didn't hear. I just read the tweet. I didn't hear him say it, but I can just picture, you know, him and his. He's the pirate. Yeah. So if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, so flying is easy. Who wouldn't want to fly? Right. Um, I'd like to fly. That'd be cool. It would be. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Let's go with time travel. Ooh, bend time, go forward, go backwards. Be able to stop time. Stop time. I think those Hiro Nakamura from I'm gonna, I'm gonna Heroes. Go, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Did you ever watch Heroes? Yeah. 
Good show. Great show. Season one. At least the first season. It's a great show. What about you? I want telekinesis. Oh. I want to be able to move things in my so, mind. So you would have been able to know. Well, that never mind. That's never mind. <laughs> say you would have been able to tell me that that's what I was going to say, but that's not the same thing. No, I don't want that power. I don't want to know the future. I don't know what people think, and I don't want to know any of that crap. None of it. So uh, anyway, so let's move on to uh, football. This is a football podcast, uh, as far as I know. Um, episode number thirty-four. We're heading into week three already. How did that happen? I'm not sure. We're gonna recap dallas's game against the uh new york oversized helmets and <laughs> and the many faces of eli manning <laughs> he gave us another gold oh, another golden meme just i mean you can't ask for anything better from him really mm-hmm. if he's not going to give you quality quarterback play <laughs> he might as well give you a face <laughs> and 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 that he did uh and then we'll recap the seahawks and the bears the bears the bears on Monday Night Football, uh, I may get a little ranty, if that's a word. Really? Brian's going to get ranty? <laughs> you know, hey, it's uh, I can't help it. Can't help it. Uh, what else going to talk about? Lots of football stuff happened. We'll go through some of it. And, uh, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the big game. Dallas travels to CenturyLink Field. Loudest stadium in the NFL. Used to be an automatic loss, but that's not the case really anymore. That is real not the case anymore. And actually, you guys, we've talked about it. You guys started that trend. Yep. You're welcome. Jerks. Um, I'm still out of breath. <laughs> so I must be fat. <laughs> so, so there's that. You're not fat. You're fluffy. Oh, thank you. Uh, social media mailbag. We got our game picks. And uh, yeah, I'd say we jump right on in. What do you think? Let's do it. Since I'm going to get ranty, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. So... As uh, we're trying this new thing, it's worked for, well, it's worked for a week so far. <laughs> <laughs> our our one awesome moment and our one bummer moment. So start off with, uh, from your, your game, your awesome. Awesome. Let's go with what I want to, I want to give it to an entire side of the ball, but I'll just start it off with Jalen Smith. The guy... Like I've, I've said it many, many times before, no one thought that he was possibly ever going to play again. Um, you know, sustained a horrible injury in the in the bowl game. His you know his final season comes back, struggled a little bit last year. You know, he was wasn't one hundred percent. Had a full off season, full full training camp, the works, everything, and now you're seeing it. I mean, the guy was all over the field Sunday night. I mean, multiple plays too, where he would he'd carry Odell Beckham down the field and running stride for stride with him. I mean, the guy the guy is a freak. Um, I think he ended with nine or ten total tackles, um, and then obviously the highlight laying the hit stick on Eli, which <laughs> which he did. I, I mean, well, I don't I don't know why I, I don't know why Eli didn't didn't decide to slide or even attempt to slide. He just like he didn't know what to do and then Jalen was kind of like okay I'm gonna hit you well to be fair it's his first I mean wait <laughs> it's not his first year oh no no he's old he is quite is he 37 he's somewhere around there but um old so you got Jalen Smith but I mean overall just an awesome to the entire defense top to bottom like I've said before Chris Richard was the best addition that Dallas has made this offseason he's getting um He's getting recognized down there. That's for sure. He's gonna. He 
he will take over the uh, DC position. Um, so you can book that, and uh, you heard book it. You heard it here first. Book it. Ready for your bummer? Bummer. Bummer. A little loud in your ear. I want to know what 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 movie or what is this? What are these from? I'm not sure because they had to have grabbed it from something because this app that we use, it's mostly. I mean, there's tons of movie stuff in there. Lots of Office Space, which of course is classic. Bummer. And but I don't know where the bummer. I don't know where that comes from. Um, my bummer is. Um, I mean, the offense as a whole played much improved. Um, then last week, obviously they started off third play of the game, 60, some 64, 65 yard, uh, bomb to Tavon Austin. And then the, you know, the offense was rolling kind of, I don't actually just say whatever you want, but I, they seems like they kind of took the foot off the, the gas a little bit in the second and third quarter. Just kind of said, okay, we got them where we want them. We hit them with the deep bomb. We hit them with the reverse. We hit them with some, some read option. So now let's just kind of take it easy. But um, was looking forward to maybe seeing a little bit more from Michael Gallup this game, getting him involved a little bit more. Um, but he, I think he ended with one catch for four or five yards or so. So it just kind of sucks. Screwed me on fantasy. Just kind of sucks. We're in, we're in <laughs> well, no, a rookie wide receiver, I wouldn't start till I don't know, week six or seven. Just to FYI, where was that advice? Sorry, jerk. Um, but it was, it was just—I mean—it did kind of suck not seeing him get involved early or you know really at all. So hopefully, um, within the next couple of weeks, maybe even this weekend against Seattle, they're able to get him involved a little bit more because I really do think his run after the catch ability is really what's going to set him apart from a lot of the wide receivers that are on the team right now. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my bummer. <laughs> bummer. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us about the rest of your game. What happened? How'd you uh, feel? Dallas won. So yeah, they, they are did. now uh, one and one and tied for first place in the NC East. So there you go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, so obviously Philly, Philadelphia, Washington, they both lost Sunday. So Dallas had that prime chance to, you know, get back into the thick of things after only one week. Um <laughs> But uh, New York comes to town. Uh, Dallas took care of business. Like I said, as soon as the game started, third play, uh, they were off and running. Um, Dak looked good. It looked a lot more. He looked a lot more comfortable this week than he did last week. And and you could tell right off the bat that they were wanting to do a little bit more of that 2016 offense, where it was, you know, throw the ball off the fake, um, a lot of the read option stuff. Got Dak running and. I don't know him. Him running really opens up the offense. I I think, at least from you know what I'm able to see, because then the defense is always you know they're so used to crashing down and playing playing Zeke that all he's got to do is keep the ball, and usually the defensive end is already over pursued and Dak can run around him and you know five six seven eight yards you know a carry, and it's the thing that I hate when it comes to like playing in Seattle is those those plays you think you've got them. You know, it's third down. Let's get him off the field. Um, those kind of plays always just feel like a backbreaker because the quarterback is that weapon, that one running weapon that you're not really t- you don't or you forget to take into account. Um, I wouldn't be too worried, but that's coming up. Uh, yeah, no, we'll get there. <laughs> Plenty on that coming up next. 
Um, <laughs> After the break. But the, the offense got back um, rolling. It was fun to see. It was fun to watch. Uh, Deck, I mean, he still he didn't really have, as far as stats go, didn't have a great game. He had a efficient game. I think he only he only ended with I want to say 160, 162 yards uh, through the air, one TD, no picks, no fumbles. So he seemed to look takes, a lot takes better than he did in week one. Um, you could tell he was having fun. Yeah, he, he was just. You know, in the groove, wasn't trying to force anything, didn't feel pressure. He, did, he had no pressure, unlike last week where he got sacked six times, uh, zero sacks this week. So the offensive line, definitely an improvement from last week. Um, some marks on the offensive line. Connor Williams, um, definitely an improvement from last week. Um, didn't give up any pressures. He looked a little bit more comfortable, obviously. He's still going to be growing throughout this whole year, but definitely a big improvement from week one. Um it was good to see uh, Deontay Thompson get more involved. Um, right now, he's Dallas's leading wide receiver, which a lot of people maybe questioned. He didn't really have a preseason, didn't have a training camp. I mean, he was there, but he had uh, some injuries. Didn't play in the preseason. Um, they, you know, players like Lance Lenore, who Dallas ended up cutting, they thought maybe Lance Lenore was going to be one to take Thompson's roster spot, but they kept him and it was kind of like a well he didn't really earn it kind of thing but he's showing his value now um what else we got zeke he looked like he was getting back in the in the groove of things week one looked a little rusty a little i mean the, the whole offense did but watching him week two you could tell there was that again big big jump and that big difference um one of the one of the concerns going into the game was obviously um, Connor Williams and Joe Looney going up against you know Snacks Harrison, who is a big. I mean, he's a he's a big boy. He's just a monster right in the middle of that uh, Giants defensive line. There's a couple. I mean, there was at least one out there where you could see. I mean, Joe Looney literally pancaked him. Yeah. So definitely, it's very very comforting and good to see that you know with the loss of Travis Frederick, we don't know when he's going to come back. Having Joe Looney step in and play as well, he's been playing. That's definitely a sigh of relief um because had we not had a you know viable backup at center i think we'd be talking about possibly a you know going into seattle zero and two now let's jump to the other side the defense is i i'm gonna go ahead and say i think this defense is gonna be for real and i think they will finish the top five defense this they year. looked so much better. Um, watching, and and they still don't even have all their pieces back yet. Randy Gregory was obviously out this past weekend with a concussion, and David Irving isn't. He's still got uh, another two games before he's back from suspension. So there's two more defensive line pieces that you're getting back, and the defense just looks. I mean, they like like much like the offense did this past game. The defense just looks like they're having fun. They're all flowing to the ball. They're rallying. They're um, I think they're really, they're really feeding off that um, that coaching style and that energy that Chris Richard has on the sideline. And if you, I know you haven't watched a lot of Dallas games in the past, you know, a few years or so, but sure haven't. They've been very, just a, a very, I don't want to say vanilla, but just a very basic defense. Not um, you know, not blitzing as much or that kind of thing, or having you know a lot of safety blitzes or corner blitzes that kind of thing. But you could see the impact that Richard's got on this 
defense and these secondary because they're they're doing all kinds of stunts and blitzes and they and Manning was under pressure throughout the whole game. I think um, Dallas ended up with six sacks this week as well as three or four last week or so. But I I believe they are number two behind Chicago in sacks. Eli, although he never really looks that comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's always got a like a wedgie. Yeah, something's going on. He he looked incredibly uncomfortable the yep. entire game. Yep. And it's actually six actually seems low <laughs> with with what you were seeing. I, I think he got he, a ton ton more hits, but oh, six he, sacks. He, oh he did. I mean uh, but it's it's crazy that they weren't actually able to get even more than that, which of course is stupid because six is a great number. Yeah. And I'll take it. Uh <laughs> but it's I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching your defense destroy him. It, it was it's it's fun to see that again. It's been a long time since we've seen a Dallas defense be fun to watch and be reasonably good. I mean, right now they're they are doing doing well. Um, obviously, one of the worries going into the game was how are they going to contain Barkley and how are they going to shut down Odell? Odell, I think, ended with one or two catches for maybe. I don't know, 40 or so yards. Let me take a look. Um, Barkley, I know, finished with only 28 yards rushing. I was going to say, Barkley didn't have a great game at all. No, Barkley, they were able to rally and shut Barkley down. Yeah, 11 carries, 28 yards. And then um, Odell had four catches for 51 yards. No TDs for either of them. Um, And really, I mean, Dallas shut down New York basically throughout the whole game up until the, the last, you know, eight, nine minutes of the fourth quarter when they drove down and, and had their garbage time TD, all that business. But besides, if you take that out of that, Dallas really held them to right around 160 or 170 so yards throughout the game. It was it was really fun to watch, and especially against a division rival because you never know how those games can go. Um, but it was it definitely was good to see and to get get that first win, and then hopefully they can build on that. I can't wait till we get our first win. <laughs> i uh i don't i don't i have a feeling that that's not going to be this weekend uh we'll see about that shoot so, but overall i mean you were not just because you won but i mean you were a happy camper with it, with with what you saw it was a definite uh improvement in all in all aspects and also just a shout out to brett maher you know obviously against carolina that was his first start you knew just the way just the way that things work out. You knew he was going to miss that first kick. He did, and obviously, I don't know how in tune to social media and and national media and all that business he's in tune to. But um, you know, of course, he was getting ripped apart because Dallas decided to get rid of the second most ac- accurate kicker and go with uh, some dude from Canada. Canada, <laughs> and then of course he misses. But um, no, he um, totally redeemed himself and <laughs> hit his his two attempts. He looked good. He looked comfortable. So hopefully that's a start of a streak, a nice long streak of uh, winning makes for Mister Maher. I, I have to ask you because there was so much criticism from the media last week and you, um, Linehan. What do you think this week? Um, besides the two, two or three calls that kind of sparked things, there was the long pass, the reverse, and then some of the, um, 
designed runs for Dak. I think it was a lot of the same kind of play calling, but the execution was a lot better. And that's kind of when you're watching, that's kind of always hard to, to judge. You just you think it's the play calling, but sometimes you just got to remember it's, it's the actual execution, you know, and it, which obviously starts with the offensive line. So um, overall, the, the play calling was commendable. It was enjoyable. Obviously, they got the win. So out of five stars, what would you give it? Out of five stars, I'd give it uh, two and a half. Ooh. Two and a half. That's a, that's a C minus. That is a C minus. <laughs> But when your defense puts up an A minus, yeah, it makes up for it. There you go. Um, I mean, the the jury's still out on Linehan, so we'll see. Got some partiers outside. Somebody's dying, or someone's being tickled to death. I'm not sure what's happening. Uh, anything else from your game you want to talk about? I believe that is it, sir. I believe I can fly. Should we? Uh, is it time for? Um, Ranting Minute with Brian. (laughs) (laughs) And now, another Ranting Minute with your Seahawks fan. You know what really grinds my gears? (laughs) Let me tell you what ticks me off. Obviously, I didn't say the score. Dallas uh, got the win 20-13. to Oh, you did? And it wasn't that close. Going into the fourth quarter, it was... Or at the beginning of the fourth quarter, it was 20-3. to So, uh, with that garbage time TD, made it look a little bit different. But New York really didn't have a shot. So, there's that. I uh, I wasn't able to watch. I got to watch the second half live and then went back and watched the entire game because I had it on my DVR. Uh-huh. Thought you'd be proud of me, you know. Thank you. Taking the time to watch this Dallas game only because it was nationally televised and I was able to do so. <laughs> Otherwise, who knows what would have happened. But uh, it was, like I said, defense your defense liked watching that that was good makes me wish that uh well it makes me miss my powerful defense that i once had they and come and go they do and that's a it's people, our turn and that's what people need to real shut up and that's what people, people need to realize is like these players get older it's hard to um you know continue the the level of play that's what i wanted to say that you're used to so all right, before I rant, because I'm going to rant, and it'll be all over the place because it's just it's hard to put it all together. Let's, uh, let's start it off correct and, and do my awesome. Uh, there was nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so <laughs> There's got to be one thing. Seahawks lost 24-17, uh, Monday Night Football in Chicago against Da Bears. And Da Bears, give them credit, they went out there and they, uh, they won. And they went out there and signed Cleo Mack. You know they did that, and uh, you weren't listening to the sound in the game, but they had him mic'd up during the game, and they would keep going to these different things, and boy, he's he's having fun. Oh, it looked like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at a, a sheet for your next game, and you're like, oh, my God, who am I going up against? Oh, Jermaine Effetti? Oh, that's so fan- that's was, fantastic. So I was going to bring that up. It was cute. It was cute that that one point Fetty tried to block him. Oh yeah, you like that? That was so cute. Good job trying, Fetty. Uh, so my awesome, I, 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 part of me could give it to the whole defense, but I won't. I'm gonna narrow it down a bit and give it to Shaq Griffin, who had two interceptions, 
One of them looked just like another cornerback we used to have. Mm-hmm. His first one, oh, God, was fantastic. And uh, so he, he played a hell of a game, actually. And give him credit. Give um, give a lot of the defense credit. They were jumping routes. They were, they were doing their job. Um, but Shaq Griffin shined above them all, I think, in, in what he was able to do. And that's very encouraging going into – uh, next week and the weeks beyond that he's he's uh, we haven't we haven't faced in what i would call an elite passer yet and even no offense Dak isn't there yet no either. he's not so we're, it's still going to be a little bit but even though trubisky is well frank clark called him <laughs> not good <laughs> today <laughs> and uh or below average or whatever well, he whatever he called him unfortunately in his, on, on he Twitter. beat you yeah but <laughs> That's not necessarily all Mitch. I'll talk about Frank later. Well, I'm sure you will. Do you have something really about Frank? Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. All right. So Shaq Griffin's my awesome. And what is my bummer? Bummer. Um, that's a bummer, man. My bummer is Daryl Bevel. Oh, wait. Oh, he's not there anymore. Oh, it's Brian Schottenheimer. Oh, that's right. It's Brian Schottenheimer. And from now on, I'm going to call him BS. So <laughs> <laughs> what was that BS call? That was just... I... Uh, it wasn't good. It was it was not good. He, for the second game in a row, I, I didn't see any creativity. I didn't see an identity. I didn't see anything about the play calling that made me think, oh, yeah, we made the right choice. And let's remember that when they hired Schottenheimer, God, that's hire Schottenheimer. Is that what we hire Schottenheimer? <laughs> when they did that, I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't like, oh, no, you were like, that's going to be such, that's going to be so great because the guys that were available out there and looking for OC jobs, Mm -hmm. that's the one they went with. And it was just like, um, really, this is, this is who you go for. And if you look back at his history, he's had zero success. Mm -hmm. So why on earth is, um, is he getting this, this job and he can't do it. I mean, he's not He's affordable. He's a, well, that very well could be, um, this was, this was, uh, I'll give Brock Heward the credit on this. I hope people know who Brock Heward is, uh, works for ESPN in, in, uh, Seattle, 710 ESPN Seattle. He tweeted last night and as, as of course the media, Seattle media and, uh, some of the little blog writers I follow that I love, like on Hawk Blogger and Hawk Talk, everyone was had the same thing. It was meltdown. <laughs> it, was, it was pure meltdown mode. But this, this, the, he he's got this dead on. Read option, sprint right option, speed option, tight end screen, gap screen, slot screen, bubble screen, running back screen, draw, sprint draw, play action off draw, no huddle, muddle huddle, quick break, <laughs> huddle. Many ways to use aggressiveness against the Bears. And you saw almost none of it. You saw Chris Carson get runs in the first half. He didn't get a snap in the second half. You saw Russell. I think it was like 14 straight pass plays. Mm -hmm. where Russell was playing like absolute garbage again. There was no adjustments made. And so this is like Daryl Bevel all over again. So he 100% is my bummer. I love my sound effects. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I tuned in and watched the game, and it just it was not good. It wasn't good. <laughs> That's, I mean, what, I else mean can, what else can you say? I, I, I will say Seattle, Seattle's defense does have a shot at being decent. 
I do really enjoy watching Shaquille Griffin. Um, I didn't see Shaquille. He played on special teams only. Uh, so that was a little, I mean, surprising. Um, well, I mean, they when they brought in Kendricks, you knew that, and with KJ and Bobby out. <laughs> okay, so. I mean, he was going to insider trade the shit out of that game. Well, no, I was going to say, <laughs> you saw this coming, but there was the one play where he made a tackle in the backfield and was like, hmm, he must have known something that no one else, no one else did. <laughs> But uh, I think we all made that joke. Yeah. But uh, um, uh, is it Kalitra or Kalitri? Kalitro. Kalitro, sorry. Kalitro um, was all over the field. Yeah. And Kendricks, for being signed on Friday, was all over the field. But, I mean, for as far as, you know, linebacking goes, make your reads, you know, and flow to the ball. That's really, And don't, don't get out of position. I mean, that was really it. He stepped in and he looked like he – was comfortable yeah he uh, played for, well for getting signed like friday yep um obviously seattle does miss having wagner out and, and kg right out um but they get those two pieces back along with the depth of having Kalitro and and kendricks um and then frank clark like i said we'll talk about that i'll talk about him in our preview um you know they could be a decent defense you have to give and again i apologize this is going to be all over the place uh because i just i just was writing all day today i was like everything i listened to i'm like taking notes and everything i'm reading and then i'd have my own thoughts and i'd be like i'd calm down (laughs) and then someone would post like a video and they'd show something like what the hell was russell doing here and then i got pissed off again (laughs) it was uh it was a very up and i didn't even sleep last night you kidding me no sleep it was terrible uh that wasn't because of this game um okay so you're right on give the defense credit uh if you thought that i was one of them uh, the defense was not was well i thought was going to be the weak point i thought the offense would go out there and do things and the defense held their own mm-hmm. you know you're but you're you know no kj no bobby no trey flowers no delano hill um without those big guys in there and they still held chicago to only 86 yards on the ground and they were jumping routes and they day. were they were all over the place and and let let's be fair you know they only gave up 17 points and usually when you win that turnover battle your, you know your chances of winning are oh yeah Mc, uh, really high McDougal but Dougal again at safety great game you didn't see much from earl but he was out there but you didn't he did, that's okay if, if you don't see much from earl that that's that, that means, means that, that means there's no down the field place yeah, exactly so uh so i wrote defense deserved better than that because they absolutely did you don't you may give the defense lots of credit don't give the offense any credit uh we already talked about how it starts with play calling uh but you also have poor execution i mean yeah he's calling crappy plays but there were plenty of them that were i don't want to say okay play calls because but uh there were some other ones where just receivers were not getting open mm-hmm. the old line still sucked uh a fetty i mean you're playing khalil mack it's and he's got Demarcus Lawrence coming up next. Yeah, and it's not so it's not going to get any easier for him, and and we expected him to struggle. But good God, Russell, Russ, poor Russell continues to uh, have to immediately scramble around, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, and I'll get to Russell. <laughs> he it ended up making him make poor decisions. Uh, so you can blame the 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 play calling all you want and certainly i will but uh o-line and receivers they didn't help and russell freaking wilson 
you are just as guilty, my friend. Second straight game that you actually looked nothing like Russell Wilson. Uh, we started to see a little bit of this last year, but nothing like what it is right now. It's disgusting. Is uh, isn't it Seattle like one and seven going back to last year? I think we're uh, one and five in the last um, the last six regular so, season. So games. they're in a slump. A little bit of a slump. A little bit of a slump. Russell continues to have an issue with throwing the ball away. How hard is it to, you know, you need to have a clock. They said it right on the broadcast. Have a clock in your head. The second that clock goes off, if you don't have anybody open, get rid of it because you're just, they're, they're already on you. And his clock needs to be extra short. I think that's always been one of his issues, though. He won't, oh, he doesn't want to throw the ball away. Well, he wants to make something happen, but he's got to, if he wants to take that next step and get up to that next level, not demand, every play is a miracle yeah, play. Demand the money that he's going to demand. He's got to be better than that. Um, and there was a couple of plays where, and I've seen, I've never understood, like, he can run. And there were a couple of, of, of read option plays where, um, actually zone reads, where they should, I mean, we're staring at a different camera angle than what he's seeing. Right. But he could have kept the ball and run for plenty more yards because everyone was crashing inside. And yet he still just gave it up and just let Carson or let Penny or whoever was running just get nailed and so that's just that's that was kind of weird to see and uh did i mention throw the ball away yeah, i did <laughs> i wrote that down again um and then you had that weird i want to call it garbage time because he hadn't thrown his pick six yet which is a whole nother story you got to get will disley in there but uh oh god disley stud i do have a couple bright spots uh I'm surprised that wasn't your awesome no it wasn't i wanted to go with Shaq. okay um so you saw that uh, drive towards the end. Mm-hmm. They went up tempo. They were marching down the field, and all of a sudden, they looked like themselves at least a little bit. And it was because you had Russell checking out of place when you had and him in control. And you were you were in a hurry up offense. You were so in a hurry up offense. Fetty didn't even need a chance to block because yeah. Well, and so and so why is plays that, were getting out? And so the why ball was getting out <clears throat> so fast? Excuse me. Yeah. And so why isn't that more of your offensive style if that works? Right. That's what I don't understand. And sure enough, all of a sudden, boom. And uh, his touchdown to Lockett earlier in the game, absolute dime. That was beautiful. And so there's still, like, you can see things there. But I don't want Russell Wilson to get a pass because he has not been playing well. And that's two straight games. And you go back to last year, didn't necessarily play well. And you look at the end of the games, and you're you're within striking distance. And last year's Russell Wilson, and even some of the year before, you kind of felt like you had a really strong chance of winning the game, even if you were down. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't, the last two games, he's had a shot. And I mean, that pick six he threw yesterday. That was ugly. It was so bad. And this was after him and BS were having a, a problem with plays. You could see on the sidelines, BS, that's what I'm calling him, BS would call a play, Wilson would check out of it, and they would run and they'd get something. And then he called another play, and Wilson would check out of it. And that's when Schottenheimer called the timeout, their second timeout. And if you saw, if you were watching, and Russell's walking towards the sidelines, he's pissed off because he says, I've got this. And and Schottenheimer calls a timeout because they're not in sync. In sync. And Carroll went on Brock and Salk today on 710 ESPN Seattle, and he said, you know, oh, well, there was an alignment issue, and 
and he just wasn't getting a line. There was like 16 seconds left on the play clock. Why don't you trust your quarterback to fix it hmm. if there's something wrong? So there's some sort of disconnect there. And, and yeah, it's first year with, with BS and Russell, and, and maybe there's some you know some stuff that hasn't flowed correctly in their relationship. But Well, I tell you, if, if Seattle starts 0-3, it's going to be a long season. And well, that very well could happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, but that pick six was pick six was gross. And then the the Carson thing, I don't understand what happened. All of us were going, "Hey, where, where's Carson?" He carried six times the first nineteen minutes of the game, averaged four point one yards per carry, and then never saw the ball again. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that does get infuriating. I mean, it's like and 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 Carol at the end of the game was like, "Oh well, he was gassed." gassed from what well he was gassed from we had him in on special teams and he, and he looked gassed and so and we wanted to see what 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 penny where, where where he was at with his development two things um that's what practice is for <laughs> and that was what the preseason was for and i get that penny was hurt but and that's what halftime is for but that's what yeah so um what the hell and then so why do you need to see his development and then he carson played two snaps on special teams that's it he wasn't gassed i i made the joke earlier today i'm like maybe he meant gassy i don't know maybe he meant gassy (laughs) yeah but he wasn't gassed and then pete said today misread the situation and he didn't know that he'd only played two snaps aren't you the head coach hmm isn't it your job it just sounds like some dysfunction going on it's ridiculous so uh and pete's just pete all of pete's comments after the game were were strange everything was weird his comments today were weird there's you're right it's there's some dysfunction I don't know what it was, but it sucked. <laughs> and now we're 0 and 2, and it's a, like 11 percent of teams that are start 0 and 2 make the playoffs. Yep, yep. But there's and there's no positive like thing in sight for me when you look at besides the defense actually looking decent. So, um, couple things before we move on to some other stuff. Um, Russell's contract has come up this week, and and. What's his camp say? And it's <laughs> Russell's <laughs> camp. They don't say anything. But of course, everyone is talking about how well they haven't had any discussions yet. Well, that's because Seahawks have said they don't discuss contracts when you still have more than a year left. And he does have a year left going into next season. So they'll, right. You know. But then, I, you know what I thought about watching Russell run around like a crazy person and getting tackled all over the place? Six sacks again, 12 sacks in two games. Uh, I thought, why on earth would he actually want to stay here? Right, exactly. I mean, he's not getting any help. They don't give him any help. They don't sign anybody to help him. And the poor guy can't play a game that he wants to play the way he wants to play it. So why would he want to stay here? Learn from Dallas. I'm a little scared. At Wasted what, a lot of Romo's career. Right? I'm a little scared at, at uh, and, and he's the amount of money he's going to demand. And that's the other thing that came up. Is Seattle going to be willing to pay that? Or are they going to do? Someone even said, "Oh, we'll trade Russell." Go ahead and trade him, and of course, the Twitter melted down at that point too. That's <laughs> uh, Twitter. Yeah, good God. Um, it's a bunch of Russian bots, anyway. Everyone, I saw a couple of of people say that. Uh, God, I wish Daryl Bevel was back. Shut up. <laughs> you go to hell. You go to hell, and you die. So listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, just because Schottenheimer is is the second coming of Daryl Bevel so far, that doesn't mean we want Daryl Bevel back. It means that Schottenheimer was the wrong guy for the job, 
and that's showing right now. Would you but rather the, have some BS on the sideline or have a DB call in plays? <laughs> <laughs> so, so calm down with that, and I don't want to hear that ever again. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then the weirdest, weirdest thing they released defensive tackle Tom Johnson. You see this? Yeah, Dallas. Uh, There's some talk of maybe him, uh, or when they made that move, there was some you know chitter chatter. In Dallas, maybe, you know, let's sign him. They released him to make room for safety Shalom Luani because they wanted some extra safety depth. Uh, he didn't play a single snap in the game, not one. And then the uh, release became official today, of course. Yep. They literally said they were hoping that he would just, they'd be able to re-sign him. Vikings scooped him right up. And now not only is he playing for the Vikings for a nice little deal, one-year contract, the Seahawks still have a $1.8 million cap hit. So they're basically paying him Oops. to play. So what a terrible roster management move by John Schneider and Pete Carroll. It, it's one of those things that you – it's a gamble. Oh, absolutely. But it was just – that's one of those gambles where you just don't do it. <laughs> like, that's, it's not very – the whole game and this whole first two weeks, very uncharacteristic, not just on Russell – but on Pete and John, their roster decisions, everything seems very, again, the word is uncharacteristic. Hmm. That's our word of the day. Uncharacteristic. Yeah, if this was Sesame Street, we'd do this whole production, but we're not going to. A <laughs> uh, couple of bright spots. I'm sorry I keep going. Hate me if you must. Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> uh, you, you said it right on. Disley, stud. Seabass made a long kick, and then you see the drop kick? I did see the drop kick. The offsides kick sucked, but the drop kick was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh dixon is still the best uh the mvp of the whole league <laughs> rookie of the year mvp and yes and he's that, a, he's i wouldn't a say he's not not mvp but just most valuable punter Ooh, i like i see what you did there i like it so i apologize andrew looks mad that i took all that time <laughs> i took a lot of time jesus you've, you've got a lot of issues going on yeah your team looks decent mine doesn't uh all right let's jump into some nfl stuff before we head off sorry uh preview the big game coming up on sunday thursday well our game comes up on sunday well yeah <laughs> the big game on thursday is the jets and the browns i know you're excited the for that jets. game i know you're excited uh did you see the hit um clay matthews had yes and got flagged for yes so again bs bs call i don't, I don't like clay matthews but that was a bad a very bad, bad call, call. And so it's continues to be stupid. Like they're, they're continuing to have a problem again. Yep. Didn't see many of the helmet, but right. And that, that's what I was going to mention. Thankfully, I haven't seen dumb, stupid calls in, in Dallas's games. There wasn't, I, I want to say there was only two or three penalties the entire game. Yeah. You guys actually against, wasn't uh, very heavy against New York, but yeah. there will, you know, no, none of that going on. And as far as the Seattle games, I haven't seen any very many or any of those you know calls so it, it just that's been good it's getting it's pretty bad when not all, i can't imagine what the players feel like because as a fan watching at home you cringe as you wait is there going to be a flag well but yeah. then you see the prime example of why they're putting in that rule you saw the hit on cam newton oh yeah i get that yeah but that hit on cam newton was blatant helmet to helmet true that one deserves a flag deserves the ejection it got that was a brutal hit clay matthews hit we that that's just a tackle. Yeah, that was weak sauce. And you should be allowed to do that. So that's stupid. What do you think of the Josh Gordon trade? 
Um, so there was obviously a lot of chat. Anytime, anytime a player is potentially going to be traded or going to be released or, or whatever, you can bet your hat on it that Dallas is going to be involved. Bet your bottom dollar. And not coming from the organization, but just coming from the media and the national writers. They're always going to throw Dallas out there. Oh, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Um, obviously, going into the season, wide receiver was a big talking point um, without having a you know true number one receiver. Um, per- me, personally, and especially after seeing what New England gave for Gordon, I would have been okay with that. Fifth round pick? Why not? Yeah, especially he's, since that means that nobody else was giving anything he's higher. He's extremely talented. Now, granted, the one thing that the one thing that's hard to remember or that you always got to try to remember is the owners and GMs and people who are in the league are always going to know more than we as fans are going to know. We know everything. Twitter. You will only I mean, well that's the thing. <laughs> We'll only see what goes comes out on Twitter or is you know on TV that kind of thing. We're not going to know the entire story, the whole picture, that kind of thing, and a lot of it. And obviously, you know, he's had his troubles. Everybody knows the stuff that he's gone through the past four or five years. Um, and then obviously, it all came to a head when he was filming a hype video or something and injured his hamstring, and then was late for meetings on Saturday and this and that and. Uh, John Dorsey and the Browns finally said, you know, okay, this is, we're going to, we're going to put an end to this. We're kind of tired of dealing with all this. And obviously you, was there any doubt that new England would pop up as somebody that oh, would take absolutely him? not. And new and new England's one of those teams where they're either going to make him a star or they'll cut him in two weeks. Oh, Absolutely. And they don't. They don't care. They don't care. That fifth round pick. They have unlimited of those apparently. And so once they, they do that, I you basically say he's done unless he you know comes back next year. But I mean, we'll see. But um, obviously, Dallas was linked to them. I as soon as um, the rumor was coming out that he was going to be released, um, immediately coming out of Dallas was no no interest whatsoever. They did, however. <laughs> They did, however, re-sign wide receiver Bryce Butler. No, I did see that. Um, interesting. I didn't. Um, it was hard to hard to gauge what you meant on your tweet when they announced it, and you retweeted, and you had it was like, is he being sarcastic? No, 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 or no, is no. he being like no, so I, genuine? I, no, like, I retweeted. And I just said, okay, here's the <laughs> sequel. You know, good luck. I know I was actually, I was being genuine. I, okay. I, he he has talent. He can get down. He can take the top off the defense. He can go for the jump ball. It's just the doing it play after play. And that was the kind of the frustrating thing. I mean, he spent three years in Dallas and he started five games and had, you know, a few plays here and there. Um, but hopefully now he can come, come in, obviously knows – the majority of the offense. Um, the, the the one thing that I, I'm i interested to see is now being back with a new wide receivers coach. And now let's see what kind of um, production we can get out of him. And, you know, obviously it's a vet minimum deal, one-year deal. I think it's a one-year deal. Um, so solid move. We'll see what happened. But actually the interesting thing was um, 
Des Bryant was the one who called him and told him, you know, you should go back to Dallas. And this was, this was before the, the Cowboys had, you know, called him and asked him if he was interested in, in coming down having a meeting, maybe getting, you know, re-signing that kind of thing before any of that, um, it was Des who was saying, you know, you should go back to Dallas. So that, hmm. that was interesting to hear. <laughs> Killing me. This is not going to be one of those episodes where I just get to, like, make two cuts. <laughs> well, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> uh, I wrote down, really, Cleveland? Really? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, your boys, that, your boys, their journey to nine they, wins. They are, they are going to get there this Thursday. Okay. Bet on it. I bet against the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. <sighs> They that one was with it was a rough week for kickers and that one was within it, yeah, their grasp. Yeah, it was, and I did feel. I mean, did you see him on the sideline afterwards? Oh, he looked terrible. And it, so, it, yeah. it was good to see Will Lutz from the Saints come over yeah. and gave, just gave him a pass. Said, I'm sure awful. he just said, you know what, it's cool. Don't worry. You know, Cleveland fans didn't feel awful, but I felt awful. And then obviously, I don't think he, I don't think he made it back to the locker room before they <laughs> decided to cut him. Yeah. And then um, Mr. Bailey decided to give them the stiff arm. I was like, ah. Uh, I got an offer from Minnesota Minnes- to kick indoors Minnesota for an NFC team that probably is going to be a contender this year. So uh, former Cowboy Bailey is now with Minnesota. Because they also had a rough kicker week yep. and waived their kicker. So, yeah, Cleveland, the, the journey to your nine wins is it's rough. They got 14 more tries. What do you think? of What's going on with Antonio Brown, man? What drama? No story. All right. Well, we move on then. I believe that is something that is being blown, blown out of context, yeah. and there's really no, really no story there. There is, however, just drama in Pittsburgh. Period. Oh, absolutely. I think Pittsburgh is just a train wreck right now. It's a dumpster fire. Dumpster, which I'm totally okay fuego. with. Even though they were one of my Super Bowl picks, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> the uh, but I'm not doing very well on my uh, yeah. I really picked Buffalo to win the East. It's still going to haunt me. That's special. That's still going to haunt me. I don't know what I was thinking. Fitzmagic continues. I don't think Jameis is going to get his job back. I, I don't think so either. 400-plus yards, four touchdowns. They won, they kicked the – well, they didn't kick the Eagles' ass, but 27-21. I did not realize how long Fitzmagic has been in the league. How many years? It's been – I mean, you know, it's been a while. I 2006, I think, was his was rookie it? year. Jeez. Or – 2005 maybe hmm. yeah he's been in the league for quite a while obviously he's just been kind of a journeyman quarterback but it's cool to see something click him having just the kind of fun year he seems to be having right now his uh his post-game outfit oh yeah it was special wow it was definitely special <laughs> we need cough buttons so the uh <laughs> Uh, so we'll see if the Fitz magic continues this next week. And I mean, I, I predict it will. And I, I think it'll see Jameis is suspended for what? One more week. I think it is. I think it was weeks, just yeah. three games. I don't know if they win and win convincing convincingly this coming weekend. Do you just hand it right back over to Jameis or do you just keep riding that hot hand? I don't think you can. I, uh, I mean, we've seen stupider things, but <laughs> stupider, stupider. Stupid is, stupid does. But I mean... Yeah, Jenna. Jenna. I, I just don't see... There's no way. Now, he falters this week. 
and there is no Fitz magic. We'll see. Then you go, you know. Speaking of quarterbacks returning, I know you love talking about the Eagles. The Eagles? The Eagles. Carson Wentz is coming back. Cool. I think it's too early. I think it's too early as well. It scares me with that type of injury. And knowing myself, I'd be so gun shy on that knee. Like, it's, I it's, just, I've I, had an ACL tear, and I've had surgery. Have it's, you? Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Learned something new about you every day. You, until what you, you, what it, were you doing that you got an ACL tear? Football. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, until you are 110% fully healed in the back of your head, you, you're thinking about that knee all the time. Yeah. When you're about to cut, when you're about to, to do anything off of that leg, it's, there's that slight hesitation and that hesitation can get you hurt again. So personally though, for, for Wentz and the Eagle, I think it's way too early. I mean, you've got Nick Foles, keep him in there, you know, keep losing. That's okay. <laughs> that's really Granted, what you're they're one at. and one but that's really what you know you're just at. just keep just keep yeah, yeah keep, keep them in you're there fine. you're fine i agree with you it's way too early i i don't care what brace you're wearing especially if he's your franchise quarterback and he's only in his his uh, second year third year yeah is it yeah third year he came 2016 well, right. um, but, but keep him healthy exactly and and when he was playing last season it was mvp caliber type play mm-hmm why rush him? If Foles helped you win a Super Bowl, you got to have a little bit of confidence in Nick Foles. Especially if you got a statue of him outside the stadium. You got a freaking statue. They really have a statue. Yeah, you haven't seen that. No. Oh, there's a statue of Nick Foles and um, uh, Doug Peterson doing. You know when they, oh, they call Philly the, Philly 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 or whatever the Philly special. Whatever. Yeah. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Just as stupid as raising their. Uh, their their their, uh, their, their, ban- their their banner in the locker room that everybody hated. Yeah, is Patrick Mahomes the next great quarterback? He's got the tools. Six and I touchdowns. Think, I think as long as Andy Reid is there with him, I think Andy Reid is can make him a special quarterback. Andy Reid, I am so happy is out of the NFC East because when he was with Philly, I mean he's a great offensive play caller and an offensive minded coach. I mean the West Coast offense is his thing. Um, and you can see it now in Kansas City with a young quarterback and obviously the speed they have with Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. And now with the quarterback, you know, Mahomes playing, they they look like a scary offense. I think he – I mean, he looks awesome. And you're right. The play calling helps. They just were – Let's wait the year. Because oh, well, I, absolutely. Because I think, you know, obviously, you know, you take it back to 2016, Dak had a, a, a year unlike any other for a rookie quarterback – especially as a fourth-round pick. And then, you know, last year it was Deshaun Watson. And now this year we're kind of seeing, okay, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's still young and he's learning. He's got to come back down to earth at, at some point. Right. Um, who's Kansas City play but this he week? Defi- he definitely oh, looks geez. like he's got the tools to be a good, uh, you know, good, solid quarterback. And this isn't meant to be, like, mean or anything or offend anybody. Uh, I had never heard him speak and watched his press post, yeah, his post gamer, not what I pictured. I like it. Like I just he seems like a super cool dude, mm-hmm. but I not what I pictured. <laughs> like I just wasn't I I they they went to play it and I went, "Oh, that whoa. All right." So, <laughs> I just it was kind of weird, but uh all uh, it, he's fun to watch, that's for sure. Yep. So, how would you feel if in the middle of this podcast I just quit <laughs> and left? 
Um, you know what I'm talking about, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I do. So, yeah. I mean, so my, my dad and I were talking about that, you know, right after it happened. I see both sides to it. I mean, if your heart isn't in something and you honestly, I mean, honestly, you just, I'm done. I don't, I mean, why stay out there and hurt yourself or hurt your team? I, I mean, I, I don't agree with actually getting into sweats and a t-shirt and leaving, but I mean, you know what I mean? Just if you, if you felt that way, say, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to take off my take off my gear i'll stand on the sidelines quietly or i'll go you know just sit over by the tunnel maybe say tell me what you guys want me to do but i'm not gonna play right but don't don't (laughs) i mean unless someone made fun of him and then maybe there's something behind the scenes we don't know about or aren't gonna hear about who knows but i mean yeah don't don't get in your car and and leave i mean marshawn did that but he just because he got ejected from the game right yeah that's different (laughs) that's a little different he's marshawn now we're talking about Buffalo's uh, Va- well former Buffalo cornerback Vontae Davis, uh, literally in the middle of the game at halftime, quit, retired on the spot. I'm done, and his teammates were not happy campers, and they made it known after the game, and they've they've said some things. And you're right, it's like I get it if your heart's not in it, but mm-hmm. it was handled completely wrong. Yeah. And yes, you don't want to go out there and say you know okay well i'm gonna play and half-ass it because i don't want to get hurt whole ass one thing yeah you gotta you don't half-ass anything you don't half-ass anything you whole ass one <laughs> thing thank you ron swanson <laughs> so yeah that's what you should do uh so that was just weird i've never seen that before i i think so because he was originally drafted by the uh indianapolis colts i believe look at that let me look this up real quick giggle it it was the weirdest thing, and I wasn't watching the game, but of course it started blowing up everywhere, and and I noticed it on the Twitter box, and and it's just the it was a strange situation for sure, um, not something that you'd want to happen to your team. Okay, so he actually he was originally drafted by the Miami Dolphins, who um, oh the fish in that year that was the it was a year that the Miami Dolphins were on HBO's Hard Knocks. Oh, nice and. They were trading him to the Indianapolis Colts, unbeknownst to him. I mean, he had no idea that he was even on the trading block or anything like that. When they called him in to tell him this, he, they were saying, like, you're being traded. You know, we're, we're, we traded you to the Indianapolis Colts. And, and so they were kind of telling him, you know, basically, thanks for your service. Or not your service, but, you know, thanks for your your time, your time here, and this and that, and you could tell that he just did. It wasn't clicking with him. He had this weird look on his face, like he wasn't. He didn't understand, and he just. He always seemed to be. He always seemed to be like a little bit off, a little bit different. So when I saw this, you know, I was like, oh, well, okay. But I mean, it didn't surprise me, just based on kind of seeing that, you know, seeing him throughout the that series or that season of hard knocks but then that one moment kind of stuck out in my head and then that's what i remembered when this thing came out so if if you haven't seen that i would check that out weird the whole thing was weird um and that uh wraps up the nfl stuff unless there was anything else i missed that you wanted to go over uh no (laughs) 
My watch said it's time to stand. I don't have a watch. <laughs> Left it at home. Oops. I feel naked without it. It's okay. One hell of a tan line, too, let me tell you. <laughs> Woo! That's your driving arm. That's my driving arm right there. All right. We got a big game coming up Sunday. Will you be in the air when it's happening, or will you be on your way? What's, I will what's be. Your... I will be in the air. Or yes, I will be. Let's see, it's a one twenty-five kickoff. Yeah. Right? Um, I will be either in the air or sitting on the runway in uh, DC, and I'm going to actually all of us because obviously me being the Cowboys fan and everybody I'm going with being huge Seahawks fans. Shocking. Um, we will land and then we will run to. <laughs> wherever find a place probably do your research ahead of time yeah go we'll go i mean i'm i'm i'll pull it up on my phone i'll i don't red care. zone it yeah i'll be i'll be We're watching it but we'll sunday ticket run get somewhere so we can sit down and watch the game um so yeah i'm definitely bummed that i don't get a go to the game me too but you know what it's not gonna be the only time that uh, dallas is gonna come up over no and hopefully uh you know we're still doing this podcast next time that happens and uh We'll make we'll do the event that we wanted to do. We certainly had a big plan, yes. and you know, you and your job. Who the hell's a job? It's weird. Uh, so I hope you find a place to watch it right away. Like you said, you can watch it on your phone. Special. Find a place to watch the Seahawks and the Cowboys games in uh, Redskin Country. Redskin Country. So will they be done by the time? I'm sure they will. Washington is playing. Washington, Washington, Washington. Where are you? Washington. Uh, ooh, actually, they will be done. So you'll be fine. I'll start with you. What is your team? Yes. What? <laughs> yes, Satan. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what does uh, what does Dallas? What do you expect from your team? And then also, I mean, what do you? It's kind of a versus thing. Like, what do you want to see versus what do you actually expect to see? You know what I mean? So, obviously, Seattle, no matter what their record is, is a, t- is a tough team and a tough in a tough place to play. Um, like we mentioned before, so Dallas has kind of kicked that trend, you know, starting with the win up there in 2014. It, it, it's, and then not the, business. it's not the scariest place Just to hasn't, play anymore. It used to be an automatic loss. It really isn't that way anymore. I mean, it's still a tough environment, but... Um, I'm expecting or I'm hoping that just like last week, Dallas is able to, on their first series in offense, get things rolling and get things moving quickly, getting on the getting on the uh, scoreboard quickly. The one thing that worries me is getting into the red zone and walking away with field goals because Seattle is one of those teams that if you don't put them away, you know, I I know they've have offensive struggles right now, but if you don't put them away and they hang around, they're one of those teams that can bite you right at the end. So right in the ass. So Dallas really needs to take advantage of those red zone trips. Let's get six and, um, you know, put Seattle away early. Um, I think Seattle's going to have a hard time stopping Zeke this game. This is the third game. Usually, in uh week three the for the past few seasons that's when zeke's really zeke and the offensive line have really gotten rolling um so i think that's going to be a challenge the one thing that as i mentioned earlier with frank clark 
he's the one that I think can cause Dallas some trouble as far as a pass rush goes. Um, you know, you've mentioned it before, Dallas or Seattle. You have been asking, where is this pass rush going to come from? You know, you offloaded everybody. Not to mention in this last game, you didn't have Wagner or KJ Wright. I actually missed Michael Bennett, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you've been saying it. Where is this pass rush coming from? Now, Frank Clark is someone who I liked and wanted Dallas to take, you know, a few years back. But um, watching him this past game, I mean, he, he had a good game. and He looks like someone that could cause trouble, whether he um, – lines up against Lyle Collins and, and, and beats him with a speed rush. That's that's the one player that I think could kind of make things difficult for Dallas. But as far as um as far as Seattle's defense goes, I, I that's the one that's the one worry. I think that um obviously Zach Martin and, and uh Joe Looney and Tyron Smith, I I think they have no problems getting up to that second level and getting a um a block on the linebackers in the secondary and I think, you know, Dak and Zeke are gonna have I think they're going to have a good, a big rushing day, and that's usually how you have to beat Seattle is with a big rushing day. If if the Chicago game is is any any example to go off of, all you guys have to do is just continue. Even if you struggle at first, just keep wearing. If at first, you don't succeed. Try, try again. Try, try again. Tariq Cohen had a good. I mean, he had a good game. So watching him, you know, just makes you excited to, okay, let's see how, how's Zeke going to do. You, you just have to wear down the defense and look at what happened on Monday, yesterday. Well, two days ago, if you're listening, but I uh, always get that confused. Defense actually looked really good. or not really good, but decent. Yep. Solid. But towards the end, you could tell they were getting tired, and it was. And Chicago knew that. And, and that's they, the problem with yep. with you know Wilson and the offense not Wilson not doing anything with the offense. Yep. You know they get off the field, and defense has to come back in, and then they get gas, especially when you're against a team who doesn't stop running the ball. When you keep running the ball, keep running the ball, the defense is going to get concept. tired. What a yeah! What a concept. Um, Run first. What a offense. story, Mark. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. That happens. It happens. Um, yeah. Rush. Do it. Keep Do doing it. it. Do it. Yeah, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Well, if it comes back to you, let me know. Or just uh, jump right oh, in. Oh, now I remember. Here it comes. <laughs> I got it. But no, um, the one advantage, especially with you know Dallas always want, or wanting to be a you know, rushing offense and, you know, just line up, knock the guys back and, and, and run it down your throats. Seattle coming off a Monday night game, you know, in the Midwest, you know, Chicago. Now I got to travel back home. got a short week. That's always going to, that's always a struggle. It is. You're right. The it's, it's still a tough place to play. The energy is going to be nuts. It's Dallas. It's Dallas. It's Seattle. It's a home opener. It's the it's, place will be rocking. It'll, it'll be crazy. And every really good play that happens, the place builds. Yep. If the offense comes out and struggles for Seattle immediately, you think you're going to get some boo birds. There will be some boo birds the, the, the Seahawk fans of the last couple years, uh, don't put up with much and they expect the pro 
you win a Super Bowl and then you go to the back to the Super Bowl the next year and the way it ended, that leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Everyone's on edge. And then you your expectations get raised. And so everyone expected, oh, well, this is supposed to happen every year now. And they forget that. <laughs> took a long time to get there. Unless you're the New England Patriots, you just don't go back that often. Um, there aren't any there aren't any real dynasties and if you look at, at i'm so glad you didn't say dynasty dynasties there's no dynasty who the hell says dynasty people who drink tea i don't know oh my god pinkies out dynasties um <laughs> but it, it's still you have to do this is this is what happened to me was i mad about chicago game you're damn right i wanted to win i hate losing however i, I tweeted it out i said guys you go in with just super low expectations and you hope to be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I wasn't pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I was pleasantly disappointed <laughs> if that's a thing. And, but I wasn't like I had been in past couple of years because I just lowered my expectations and that's worked out really well. It's like when you go see a star Wars movie, <laughs> you just, you just lower your expectations and you're not disappointed. So, um, what else do you expect? Is that well, it? Well, and that's the thing with that crowd and with it being the home opener, you know, all that business hit them with a big play early. The crowd quiets down and they settle down a little bit. It's gotta be what Dallas has got to go for. So, um, I'm, I'm always excited when Dallas and Seattle play because obviously it's fun living up in Seattle area, country, whatever, whatever you guys call yourself. (laughs) (laughs) We don't Uh, have a cool name. It's always just nation. It's, it's always just a fun week. Um, obviously, it's not fun when Dallas loses because it's unbearable up here. But um, I feel fine. Good for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the um, Dallas has got to be thinking. So let's if if they were to uh, win the coin toss, absolutely defer it. Put the Seahawks on offense first because they've been struggling Dallas doesn't so defer. bad. Really? Nope. Dallas doesn't defer. Okay, so if you're not going to defer, take the ball. All you need to do is march down the field with that first time score, and you will quiet that crowd down so fast because they're already going to be immediately freaking out, not trusting the offense they've watched for two weeks. Right. You guys really don't defer? Nope. I hate deferring. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. Like, if you want to defer, just say that, you know, we'll nope. kick the ball. Dallas takes the ball, and they get on offense first. We want the ball. We're going to score. We want the ball. We're going to score. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the Matt I, Hasselbeck move. I I have a hard time picking or thinking Seattle is going to win this one. I mean, it's not just being well, Homer. I just honestly think that we'll, we'll, with with Seattle's offensive struggles and with how well Dallas has been playing on defense, you've got Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. He'll be back. You've got um, Antoine Woods and Daniel Ross, um, Dorrance Armstrong taco charlton i mean that defensive line is gonna wreak some havoc with oh Russell it's gonna be brutal and i think that's that's where the game is going to be won or lost is right there and the defense and dallas's defensive line against seattle's offense i have a formula uh to how the seahawks can win and i'll get to it in our game picks at the end okay but i do have a formula okay. it is possible maybe okay <laughs> Uh, but you're right. I mean, you're. I don't look forward to your <laughs> defense at all. Seattle. Chris Richard's return to Seattle. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hey, I. we've talked about it. I, I'm happy for him. I think that's great. 
And and he's you're right. The future for him down in Dallas, it's bright, and and I'm nothing but happy. So uh, that's what the, the Cowboys need to do. What I expect versus what I want to see. I mean, shit. You know what the Seahawks need to do? They need to run the freaking ball. That's what they need to do. Uh, run the ball. And on the other side of that, like you said, they got to stop Zeke. And I don't see. I mean, yeah, they held Chicago to 86 yards on the ground, but that's not Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> so right. and who, Co- and Cohen is a great running back. All, you know, but Chicago doesn't have the offensive line right. talent that Dallas has. So right. that's kind of the and obviously they don't have Zeke. Well, <laughs> that too. But they don't have you know. I would venture to. I mean, he's not the he. He's obviously everyone knows he's not a great pocket passer. But I would think that I think that Dak Prescott's a little bit better than Mitchell Trubisky. So I would agree with that. There you go. I'm not that all. I mean, Trubisky. Me. Uh, I want to see them get creative on call on play calling. Please BS. Please stop BSing us <laughs> and and find an identity on offense. And then you you want to get give Chicago credit the way they were getting creative with their play calls. That's what you got to do. That's what you have to do. All those plays that Brock Hewer tweeted out that he didn't see. Mm-hmm. Do some of those. That's what you got to do. And so I want to see that. I want to see the identity. Two years now with Bevel. And now Schottenheimer, Rebel. there's no freaking identity, and I it drives me crazy. And Pete Carroll, you are a defensive coach. You've said that. You don't want to run the offense. If I ever hear you told your offensive coordinator in a third quarter, let's pass the ball some more. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of it. <laughs> it's not your job. Not your job. <laughs> not your job, man. Chew your gum. And pay attention to what special teams is doing, apparently. Do that. Keep your Nikes clean. Keep your Nikes clean. Is it? <laughs> and, then, and then, you know what? Uh, defense, um, turnovers. They've done great so far. And eventually, if they keep doing that, one of those is going to turn into some points. Right. Um, and it's going to, you know, it'll have to be like a pick six because you can't trust the offense to take the interception and do anything with it. But, yeah. So, uh, you know what, though? I think no matter what, like you said, it's Seattle, it's Dallas. It's going to be so fun, and they're they're fun games. And no matter where it's played, mm-hmm. and especially for our podcast, shit, this is what we live for. Well, in the last game, we can quit after this. <laughs> We're last, taking the rest of the season the, off. <laughs> the last few games have been, you know, shitty, but they've still been fun. Now, you guys are one and one. If you lose and you go one and two, it's not panic time. No. You lost to Seattle at home. Lots of teams do that. If Seattle loses, they've now gone to 0-3. They've just lost their home opener to the Dallas freaking Cowboys. Uh, I would I would say it's officially panic mode time. And then they have the Rams after that, correct? I believe so. So it's panic mode time. Yeah. You're you're screwed. Uh, is basically what's going to happen. You got to see if you're the Seahawks, you you don't want to have a must win week three, <laughs> but it's kind of a must win. Just saying. I'd agree with that. Anything else you want to add to the game? I'm so excited. Nope. I, wish you, I wish you were going to be here. I know. Even though you don't want ever want to watch a game with me, I still think we should, you know, if you were going to be here, we should absolutely be watching it together. I know, man. So can I text you at least while you're, or you you want you want radio silence <laughs> like usual not sure not sure 
Okay. Uh, we'll see how it goes. It's mailbag time. You know what we need? Mailbag. I theme music. Mailbag. I task you with coming up with some unique or mail. So <laughs> mail, motherfucker. I ta- task you with coming up with with uh, some. I don't think we've told people we might be leaning towards the NSFW explicit podcast. Well, I did change the tag, so oh, that's if you true. hadn't noticed. Yeah, by the way, we decided in season two that uh, we were going to go a little bit more, well. So to hell with it. Yeah. It's our show, as you always say. So, all right. Holy crap and a half. I didn't know we'd gotten so many mailbag questions. Pick your favorites. Jeez, Douglas. All right, here we go. Amanda. Those are all on Facebook today. No Twitter questions. It's cool. What's the most pressing need for each team right now? Most pressing need. Go. That's a good question. Let's go. (laughs) For Dallas, I'll go on the offensive side. Um... I mean, obviously, I'm going to say wide receiver. And I think they kind of addressed that a little bit with the Bryce Butler signing. We'll see how that pans out. But um, with the wide receiver group that's been put out there, and then obviously with the uncertainty with Terrence Williams, you don't know if he's going to possibly be suspended or anything like that. Maybe that's kind of why they signed Butler. So, But as, as of right now, I mean, I would say wide receiver. Seahawks most pressing need it's pretty obvious they need protection for Russell so offensive line I think that they have enough talent at wide receiver it's just I mean when Russell can't stay in a pocket and make a throw it's a little difficult actually you know what scratch that because Ooh. they signed Butler it's gonna change I, no, it I was thinking that so they signed Butler so let's just take wide receiver I think the one of the big needs and it was exciting to finally get to see him active Dak missed him on a couple throws but um we need there needs to be there needs to be a play a solid tight end in there um i think that's where dallas is a little weak on the offensive side of the ball right now is tight end um a disley well i mean you've got you've got blake jarwin you've got jeff swain and you have rico gathers who rico is the he's the project he's the one that they've carried for the past couple years and he's a big, big red zone target. Dak missed him this last game, and it would have been obvious. I mean, it would have probably broke the internet if he would have caught a touchdown pass as his first NFL catch. Um, but I think I think Dallas does need a, just a solid um, option at tight end, a la yeah, like a Will Disley, um, you know, some something like that. Jeff Swaim and, and Blake Jarwin, they they. They struggle a little bit when it comes to pass blocking and, and uh, um, you know, consistently getting open. So that, that's where I would say. I'm not going to change mine. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> going to leave it as is. Uh, Dean Giles from the Podskier, uh podcast, which we'll talk about here in a second. If, <laughs> if you could rub beards with anyone in football right now, who would it be and why? Travis Frederick, because my beard's got healing powers, and I want Travis Frederick back. <laughs> uh, Fitz Magic, obviously. That's an easy question, <laughs> easy answer. 
it's because I want, I mean, my dad, maybe my dad asked if we do that before each show. And you told him absolutely, right? I said, I'm keeping that to myself. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's none of his damn business is what it is. <laughs> uh, Dean has a follow-up. Should I wear my Witten or Zeke jersey to the game this weekend? Because he's going to the game and he's a jerk. Wear your Zeke jersey. That's kind of what I thought. Why would you wear a Witten jersey? It's not even playing. Keep that in the uh, closet. Um, keep it pristine. I have a jersey question. Okay. No, I don't have a current player. No, I know that. This is for this is for me. I want your advice because you're so smart. So the, the uh, I only have I own two Seahawks jerseys. I have my my action green Lynch jersey, which it's hard to wear because Lynch is no longer a Seahawk. And then I have my stupid twelve one because <sighs> shut up because I I don't want to put a name on there and then have them go. I mean, if you had a Bennett jersey or a Sherman jersey or well anybody jersey, you're kind of screwed right now. Uh, I've worn the blue 12 jersey now the first two <laughs> such a jerk. the first two weeks superstition wise do do I need to change it because they've lost the first two games or I need to wear something else what would you yep. do I would burn that 12 jersey well, you're only saying that because you want me to burn the 12 you're jersey. Owen 2 in it what you're Owen 2 I know but that doesn't mean I burn it I just hang it up right <laughs> I, you fold it and put it in a box and put it in storage and then put it in storage, <laughs> bring it out as a relic 30 years from now. Um, see son, <laughs> I would wear your Lynch Jersey or I would, uh, march your happy ass down to just sports and buy a Will Disley Jersey. What about a Dixon Jersey? Dude's a, you know, the most valuable punter. You could do that. Uh, I like Disley though. It's a good call. Uh, Bethany asks, when are the Seahawks going to start Shaquem Griffin? Uh, Bethany, they did start him week one, and he wasn't very good, unfortunately. He, he, he missed a bunch of tackles, and I just think they don't think he's quite ready yet. And He's going to be a stud. Let's not wait till, wait, wait till weeks 10 and 11. Yeah. That's when I'm thinking. He played special teams. He did fine. So he's, I'm thinking he'll have a bigger role at that point. Yeah, he's going to play. Let's, let's, not, let's not get too worried about it um all right let's see what douglas uh okay oh his are all like star wars questions um let's see we'll find the best one here all right here this one relates to football okay if obi-wan kenobi were to be drafted as a tight end in the nfl who would you like to see him play for Dallas, because I like I said, Dallas just needs that, Dallas needs a tight is, end. Oh my god, it's perfect, <laughs> Douglas. You've solved it. Oh, big sexy. That's who he is. Uh, and all your other questions. Good God, buddy, we don't have time for that crap. We're running so long right now. But uh, that's what she said. <laughs> thank you for all the uh, wire. Yes, thank you all. Yeah, thank you. If you're uh, ever want to be part of the show, of course. I was so late today posting on Twitter and Facebook, and I'm so sorry. I got thrown off by Monday Night Game. And, but, yeah, uh, anytime, even if you don't see the post, if you have a question for us about the Cowboys or the Seahawks or the NFL or Star Wars or whatever, uh, throw it on our Twitter, throw it on our Facebook, wherever, Instagram, I don't, anywhere. Uh, Do you, it. You still using that Instagram? I think so. I don't know. Um, yeah, give us something to discuss, even though apparently we had plenty of discuss today. All right, game picks for the week. We are tied at 16 apiece. Woo. 
I got 10 right this past week. You, you got 11. You did. I got 11. We both got screwed because of another tie in the NFL. Are we going to have a tie this week? No. Please say no. No. We will not have a do tie. You, do you think that it's because they the overtime went down to 10 minutes? Does that have something to do with it? Mm, nah. Okay. All right. So go through it, but make sure you don't do the Dallas-Seattle game. We'll do that at the very end and go. All right. Thursday, we've got the Jets at Cleveland and taking Cleveland. Sunday, we've got uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, New Orleans, San Francisco, Kansas City, Kansas City, Oakland at Miami, Miami, Buffalo at Minnesota, 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 Indianapolis at Philadelphia, take Philadelphia, Green Bay, Washington. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, I'm no, I'm playing this to win. <laughs> you want another steak I'm, dinner? I'm, yeah, I'm taking this to win. <laughs> but Captain Andrew Luck, uh, Green Bay, sidearm. Green Bay at Washington, Washington. <laughs> Uh, Cincinnati at Carolina, Carolina, Tennessee at Jacksonville, take Tennessee, Denver, Baltimore, taking Denver, the Giants at Houston, taking Houston, the Chargers at Rams, taking the Rams, Chicago at Arizona, take Chicago, New England at Detroit, New England, and then the Monday night game, Pittsburgh at Tampa, I am taking Tampa. Okay, well, before I go, first things first here, first of all, how dare you disrespect Captain Andrew Luck? <laughs> playing the team that you hate the most and how dare you disrespect blake freaking bortles <laughs> at home against the titans division game it's at home it's a division how game. dare you sir it's a division game how dare you you never know it's ridiculous make your damn picks <sighs> the jets will lose <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, Sorry, Darnold. Cleveland is somehow going to figure out how to get a W. W. I, I don't know how, but it's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to take Atlanta to beat the Saints. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will uh, destroy the Niners. Hashtag Jimmy Graps uh, will struggle again. Uh, Oakland is going to beat Miami. The Minnesota Vikings are going to kick the crap out of the Buffalo Bills. I too have. I too am disrespecting. <laughs> I too am disrespecting Captain Andrew Luck. Although his sidearm looks decent, uh, the Eagles are definitely going to beat him. I have Green Bay beating the Redskins. Uh, Carolina is uh, going to win against Cincinnati. I got Jacksonville destroying Tennessee because you don't disrespect Blake freaking Bortles. Baltimore will be. I guarantee Kevin Bayard will have a interception off of Blake freaking Bortles. Market, market. Uh, Baltimore will beat Denver. Houston will beat the Giants in the uh, oversized helmets for sure. Rams and Chargers. That's no contest. The Rams are the best team in football right now. The Da Bears are going to beat Arizona because holy good god, if you thought the Seahawks were bad, Arizona's terrible. Arizona's really bad. Uh, New England will beat Detroit. And I've got Fitz Magic continuing his streak, and Tampa Bay will beat Pittsburgh on Monday night. That should be an interesting game, I believe. Total points scored Monday night football game? I got 52. 52? I'm going to go 64. Is that even possible? I don't know. Anything is possible. If you believe in it. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. all right as always please 
What do we want to do this week? Share with your friends. Like, comment, subscribe, yes. share. All those things. Interact. Interact. Engage. <laughs> uh, we have great number of listeners. We love you all so very much. Thank you for uh, making our little hobby here a, a part of your part of your week every week so and then before we uh, give our game picks and get the hell out of here i want to give a quick thank you if you don't mind you don't mind i don't mind no all right uh the pod boys uh they were gracious enough to invite us on their podcast um this week we got to sunday sit down and and talk with them and um it was very humbling i kept using the word humbling because that's pretty much what it is it's very humbling to even get recognized if you don't if you don't know about the pod Skier podcast uh what they do is literally recognize the smaller indie podcasts that don't necessarily have you know giant audiences that yep. and they and they put them out there for people to to discover and funny uh, enough they are a cowboys fan and a cx it's, fan it's actually really weird there's so much like us just older no offense guys <laughs> I'm sure you're listening. Uh, Dean and Don, you guys, we had so much fun. Uh, it was it was like it was like we'd known each other forever. It was a blast. If you have a chance, jump over to find Podskier. They're on everywhere, right? Except for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Sorry, boys. Uh, go find them. Go check out Podskier. And, uh, Listen our, to the interview. Yeah, our episode that came out yesterday. Yesterday, and it is explicit. It is very explicit, but damn, it was fun. <laughs> and we had a really good time. So that was just, it was really cool. We didn't, we never started this to get like any attention except for, you know, little bits here and there, but it was cool. So thank you for that to them. All right, let's get, let's finish this crap up and get the hell out of here. Cause once again, this is a long one. Sorry guys. Um, no, I'm not sorry because this is our show and I like it. You ready? Ready. Who wants to go? Who's going to go first? No surprise, I'm taking Dallas. Shocking. What's the score going to be? The score will be 31 Ooh. to 17. Oh. And that's that. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Are you going to hurry out here or something? We're, you know what? No, I'm this, saying it's your turn. This is so much earlier than normal. I'm saying it's your turn. Is it my turn? <laughs> okay. Uh, screw you for your stupid pick, <laughs> <laughs> and and not even know that you picking your team to win is fine, Homer. But uh, that score, I hate you. Thirty-one seventeen. Damn! Not even giving us a chance. Uh, Seahawks are going to win. Ooh! I am actually picking my team to win. I know. I'm g- I, giggling I, already. I shut up. I picked. <laughs> I picked him to lose last week because I'm a realist and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not okay hold on I'm not picking them to win because I want to be a homer this week uh, I, I literally believe they will find something now this is what they're going to find <laughs> remember I said I had a I had a I had a formula I had you a did. way you did they're going to win 24-21 Ooh. okay but the only way they're going to do that <laughs> is they're going to have two pick six all right two of them and then, you know how they're going to win it? <laughs> it's going to be tied at 21. A drop kick field goal <laughs> by, by Michael Dixon. In the, drop, so, drop kick 57-yard field to, goal? To, something like that to win it. If you saw, there's a video circulating today. Did you, have you seen it of him drop kicking 
a throw that i mean it's unbelievable punting it he doesn't even drop king i think he was just punting but the 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 aim getting it through the uprights he was indoor it's ridiculous i haven't seen it oh it's ridiculous so that's how they're going to win and um you can take that uh any way you want we're in washington so put it in your pipe and smoke it smoke it so they're going to win 24 21 it's going to be a unique win for crying out loud so all right good luck to you good luck to you sir i'm sorry you're not going to be here i wish you safe travels of course next week we're going to sounds like we're going to have you remote it's going to be all weird we'll have to figure something out we'll figure something out otherwise i'll find another cowboys fan and get him in here and uh we're around they are around i've heard so uh or maybe i'll get like a redskins fan or somebody else we will make it work skype phone call smoke signals <laughs> uh but until then go hawks go cowboys